Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports Podcast, presented by Let's Be Real Media. Watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at LBR underscore media. Also, subscribe to us on any podcast platform. What's going on? BLJ here, the best hype man in the NBA. Man, I'm here with Let's Be Real. Tune in. Ah. <laughs> Hello. All right, back. This the Real Sports Podcast with the guys. How y'all doing? Doing well for Wednesday. Doing well for Wednesday. How are y'all feeling? You finally out your feelings? Uh, no. And see, I had forgotten about it. I really have forgotten about it. But then now you brought it up, so therefore I remembered again. So yes, I'm in my feelings to answer your question. My boy, my wine Wednesday. The wine got you all in your feelings. But how y'all doing? That was no, 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 no. We will not do that to the wine. Shout out to Baby Shiloh making his appearance. Oh yes, yeah, Savage. Shout out to Savage, man. Way to redirect because I was gonna get on YouTube. But yes, I know. I, know. <laughs> boy, I was about to redirect it. You know, you was talking about bad wings the other day. I had some fat wings from Wing Guru today, bro. See, <laughs> see, you got good wings. You know, you do well. You get good wings, you get good things. <laughs> or something like that. Or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> what it do, Ryan. Right, Ryan, right. bro. Shout out to you, what man. Right. Faithful follower who check out almost every single show we own is John Live. Boy, well, even after all with this one. Ryan will be Ryan be on this gym more than we do. So we appreciate it. <laughs> <Low key. laughs> <Low key. laughs> appreciate the the support, Ryan, for real. All right, man. Before we move on to the show, of course, support us, support the Auto Podcast Network. Three the Harder Way. Again, shout out to Savage, host of this show. Just had Baby Shallow yesterday. So, congrats. Got another baby to LBR family. The Genius Report, who has a child on the way? I think due in April. So, man, we, yeah, we uh getting more fathers out here. Like I told y'all, give me a, uh, you know another year or two. We ain't white children right now. We uh respect, respect. Try to get our weight up a little bit, but hey, y'all know to follow us on Twitter or Twix or X, whatever y'all want to call it. TikTok, <laughs> at you and Facebook, help y'all underscore media. Subscribe on YouTube and Let's Be Real Media and on audio platforms if you if you prefer audio and Let's Be Real Sports. But uh, hold on, what Ryan got to say? So <laughs> tell Savage, stop shooting. The club, Why, hey, see, <laughs> see, this is not that, that not that type of party. Mm-mm. Let me go. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Nope. Redirect. That's what we're doing these days. <laughs> but anyway, man, we got a big time guest going uh coming on. If y'all didn't see the title of the show, it could give away some because the name is in the title, but we bring it on right after this word from our sponsor at SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. When you use our code LBR Media, you will get $20 off your first SeatGeek order. SeatGeek scores each ticket selection zero to ten. To let you know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal, click the link in the description to download the app. And remember our code LBR Media for twenty dollars off your first order. Seat Geek, your route to high quality ticket selection. All right, Beck, got I guess on the show uh, GM of QC Sports, Miss Maya Maclin. But go by Maya Mac. How you doing? You can't, you can't be telling my government now. <laughs> you got to do that research to, to get all that. Uh, my bad. My bad. Google me. It's all right. It's all right. What's up, y'all? How you doing, Maya Mac? I am doing good on this Wednesday night. I am blessed. I'm glad what to be here. Like Thank that? you for having me. For sure. We're going to have fun. Thank you, for, sure. thank you for kicking it with us on a Wednesday. Yep. Of course. It's nice. But first up, y'all know what we do with our guests. We do Q&A. But first up, we're going to start off with the flowers segment. So we give our flowers to anything, anybody we want to give it to, preferably in the sports world, but just in general, in real life, anything. So we are, we'll start with our guests. So Maya, do you have anyone or anybody to give your flowers to? You know, I was trying to think. And um, I guess I would give my flowers not just to a specific person, but since we are on a a sports podcast, it would be to all the women that are working in sports that aren't in the headlines that 
really are the engines to a lot of these entities and the organizations, the success of these organizations, the behind all of that are women. So I want to give a shout out to all of the women in sports. Also, I want to give a special shout out to my colleagues at QC Sports, uh, Sophie, Reagan, Kennedy, Brooke, Lauren. We making it happen over there, y'all. I hope you ain't forget to nobody. You're going to have a long day tomorrow. I, no, it's, no, no, no. I, I don't think I forgot nobody. <laughs> Those are my people. So shout out to them and just shout out to all the women in sports that are paving the way for people to come behind us. Um, yeah, I want to give my flowers to all of them and myself. Of course. Of course. Of course. And of course, we give our flowers to you as well. Like I said, saying you'll come up now to be in the QC or uh, be in the GM at QC Sports. Ooh. Like, yes. <laughs> so definitely. Um, my flowers will go to the women's Memphis Tigers women's basketball team. Uh, the game against Tennessee the other day, uh, taking on the overtime. That's something nobody expected. Um, and it was just, it was great to see them compete at the high level against a top 15 team and a rival in Tennessee who had there and played about 20 years. So shout out to them. And also the soccer teams. I don't really pay much attention to soccer, but both the men's and women's soccer team are in the NCAA tournament. And I think the men won their first game. So shout out to just the Memphis Tigers program in general. Go Tigers, go. Go Tigers. You really took my – I'm so sad that you did. But, but respect to you for, <laughs> for showing me out. So, so I'm going to come off the top of my head with mine. My, my flowers are just going to go to um, to us adults, right, to us 30-year-olds with whether it's a kid, a spouse, full-time job, whatever the case may be. Like flowers to all of us as adults just because I just naturally feel like we all deserve kudos. We – you know, it's life is hard. Life is difficult for everybody. Um, so good job to everybody. Um, push through it, and uh, and yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Just Sharky took me. Let me lower the. Let's lower the the age. Just, y'all not finna age me thirty. <laughs> oh, sorry. Younger than us, man. Younger than us. I'm twenty-seven, so I'm I'm. <laughs> oh my god. at the door. Hey, knocking at the door. Just it. What what she do when you need them? Right. Don't give me thirty yet. Bad man. I got a uh, I got a flowers actually. Um, my uh, 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 commandment that we have here, let's be real, is consistency is key, right? Mm -hmm. And Adam Silver's consistency in wanting this play-in tournament to be as successful as it possibly can. I'm pretty sure he sent a memo out to certain players and certain teams, and certain players responded to that memo. So I would like to give my flowers to Adam Silver and his commitment to making sure that the play-in is as successful as it is. Kudos to you, because I don't know if I was watching basketball or WWE last night, but it is what it is. Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out to him. Oh no, facts. No, it's facts. <laughs> they they, they turn Clay up. Clay don't, Clay don't hurt nobody. Uh, I've seen, I seen Clay turn up the last two years now. Before that, since he come back from the injuries, he's been kind of turning up a little bit. We need to talk about the we need to talk about the basketball courts that does not get off loud because my God, because my boy, yes, exactly. I tried to watch that Nuggets game yesterday, bro. No sir, no, 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 no. It was tough. If you if you have not seen the New Orleans Pelicans court, don't know because that was tough. I haven't seen it. Oh, don't Google it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Can I Google it? Yeah, you can probably nah, do it. Do a live reaction. Save yourself. It's terrible. You know, and I don't like to knock anybody's work, but golly, that's I think tough. I think I think next week Wait. we do need to rank the courts because like we need the people okay. to know. Like this yes, cool. what you're looking at here. Right yes, that's real. That's what you're right down for show gotta rank them. With the green and the purple? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know. Uh, I guess green is a pelican color, huh? Like, who signs off on that? Who says yes? Like, that's final product. We rolling with that. Who says that? Because I want that job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, people that gaze eye under contract. Um, okay, I'm gonna let that. Oh uh, man, I don't know. But 
back to the comments. Ryan did say, uh, Maya, you do like you're 21. So he thought you were 21. Don't correct. Maya, disregard Ryan for the rest of the podcast. I'm just like, you know, right? <laughs> he go say some stuff. Yeah, because now if you entertain Ryan, Ryan will entertain you. Trust and believe. Little fullest. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a little fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm giving it 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Ah, uh, you being generous. 26. <laughs> right. I'm taking order. <laughs> well, oh, man. But, Wait. Man, not Trey. Are you? Like we do, I guess. To QA, kind of just picking back and learning about your career and how you got to sports. So I start off with the first question. Where did your love for sports come from? It started at University of Memphis, uh, 20, I want to say 15. Um, shout out to my girl, Raylan, too. You know Raylan. That's my girl. So she was, so she was actually the head of the recruiting and support staff program at University of Memphis football. And at the time, I mean, I grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan because my mom's a Cowboys fan. So don't, not too much. But so I was, you know, I was into football, but I really was like, mm, cool, whatever. So Raylan was like, hey, Maya, like, I think you should try this, do this with us uh, for the season. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I went into it with no expectations. And then come to find out, I loved it. I loved just being in sports. I loved all the logistics, everything behind it. Um, but football mainly, like, that was, I found a deep, deep, deep passion for football when I started doing that. And ever since then, so shout out to Raylan, because if it weren't for Raylan, I would not be here. So shout out to her. For sure. Bad, bad, bad. And like how how'd you get started into like the agency part? Oh damn, so, I can't always <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> so I'm I'm not an agent. Okay. So I um when I was in college, I knew I either wanted to do recruiting or being an agent. But the agent was a lot more education, got to go back to college. And, and I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not going back to nobody else's college. Once I got my bachelor's, it was a wrap for me. So I haven't really touched the agency world. We have agents at QC. You know, I kind of see what they do a little bit. But the agency stuff, I don't think I want to touch it. Maybe down the road. But right now, mm, I'm not trying to so describe, I guess, describe your role as general manager of QC Sports. So basically, I am just, I oversee all of the internal operations of the company. So I pretty much just, I wish I had like designated things that I do that I could tell y'all, but I really just do everything. I'm kind of just in the know about what's happening in our football, basketball, baseball um, divisions, and kind of just running all the operations, making sure everybody is where they need to be, everything's going on that needs to be going on, looking at things that we can do better. Because um, QC Sports is fairly new, so we started in 2019. So we're still, like, figuring things out, like, you know, things that we're doing now that's not working so well, let's try something else. So it's kind of like I'm a part of the foundation of the company. So that's just been cool to kind of just, like, see what we can improve and – um just like have my hands in everything, which at first I thought I wanted to just do football, but now like I'm growing a love for all the sports. So, and I, and I was just about to bring up the foundation part is like, you're really helping establish a foundation of not just, you know, a sports management agency or, you know, a sports management, but they come from music. So if you could just kind of describe what that's like in creating that foundation, because when people hear QC, they think of music. You know, I've talked to a couple of people early and they was like, oh, QC got sports now? Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So could you describe what that's like? So originally when I got with QC, I came over in music. So I worked in music. I literally just transferred over to sports full time in August. So I had been working with sports throughout my time being with music. But my whole time at QC, I was working over in the music side. Um, so... I think it's good because QC already is established. Q, when people see the logo, they know what QC, but like you said, people automatically think of 
music. They don't think of sports. So that's been kind of our thing. It's like, okay, how do we use this already established brand, but kind of bring our own presence to it? So when people think of QC, they don't they don't just think of little baby or P or coach or they think of sports as well. So it's um it's kind of a I won't say a blessing and a curse, but it's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, cool, like, you know, QC, well-known brand, but it's also like we don't want to be under the shadow of music. So we're trying to create our own path. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, like it's it's I'm not gonna say it's been easy, but it's been very interesting to figure out how we can do that, how we can establish a presence in the sports industry. Because like I said, when people think of QC, they think of Lil Baby, they think of Lil Yachty, they think of City Girls, they don't think of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, that's been like the main thing that we're trying to do, but it's good that we already have, We it's not like we just started from complete rock bottom. It's good that we do have this logo to kind of give us, you know, um, some credibility behind it. But that's been like the goal is trying to establish our own foot in the sports industry without like, you know. And the yeah. fact that you are a black woman in this field, mm-hmm. what what are those challenges, if there are any? And then like, what are some of the good things that come along with it as well? Cause we always said a bad. Yes. So I've been very lucky on my journey because it's not like I had to fight a lot of adversity because of me being black. Because when I was working in University of Memphis, my boss, like the people around me, of course there was white coaches, but my boss, my direct boss, black. Um, so there was no pushback there. And then I thought I was going to be in sports when I got out of college, but that didn't happen. I mean, we can get into that later. But um, when I got to QC, it's a Black-owned company. So, like, even though I was working in music, I was still establishing my relationships with people over in sports. And that's how I kind of started building a good rapport with them and just being there when they needed me and stuff like that. And most of them are Black. I mean, we have some, uh, we have some white agents. And the head of our marketing department, she's white. But other than that, like, I've been surrounded by my people. So I've been lucky to have like a favorable journey to where I am now, um, which may not be the story for others, you know, but that that's been the, that's been a little thing for me. Um, now being a woman, I think that's kind of been the most, uh, I guess, challenging issue. It hasn't even been the fact that I'm black. It's just me being a woman because when you step in a male dominated industry, it's like, okay, can we cuss on here? I, I, I cuss a little bit, y'all. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, um, you know, what the hell is she doing here? Like, you know, and when you're a woman in sports, people automatically think that, oh, she here's for the she's here for the wrong reason. She don't really like sports. Like, and then you get people to hit you with the oh, so who was the third person drafted in 1995 draft? And I'm like, it ain't even that serious. Like, you know, so I think like my biggest my biggest obstacle has just been a woman with having to kind of work harder than the men in the industry, you know, just so I can build some credibility just so people can think that I actually belong here. That's been my obstacle. I mean, been the fact that I'm black, which is good for me. I can say that for everybody else. Do you yeah. know the third pick of the 1995 NBA draft? <laughs> I don't think I know the third pick of the 95 draft. Right. I, I could walk. Wait, was it Penny? Was it Penny? Right. He was earlier than that, wasn't he? I know who knows. Google. 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 <laughs> Google. Chuck, you got something? Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. Let's see. It's got a Google right quick. I think it's got to have some. Ryan, I agree. <laughs> We do. Joe Smith of the Golden oh, State. Oh, I went. I guessed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, my question, Maya, uh, mm-hmm. who who's that particular woman that you can that you can point your finger to that's in that's in media that's within sports to say she's been that reason or she's been part of that that functioning role to help you know black women who's helped women to get into sports. Is there anyone in particular you can say that woman in particular or these women? Not to even put that on one particular person, but there are multiple women or one person in particular that you can say she'd help, you know, build or break down those barriers for us black women. 
She got the same last name as Maya. Tasha, Tasha how dare y'all? How dare y'all? <laughs> Everybody dare always told me that. Ever since how they always told me that. Sure, no. Sure, no. Hey, kick him out the kick him out the podcast, bro. Kick him out the podcast, bro. That should have been the obvious. That Tasha like, Mack is not a name that I thought I would have heard today. Now they calling me Tasha Mack. Yes, which is it's funny because I never, when I was watching the game when I was younger, I never pictured myself in this position. So it's kind of crazy. But um, to answer your um, question, I want to say there has not been a woman that I was like, you know what, I want to be like her. She's paving the way for for the women in sports. Now there are notable women. Like, of course, Nicole Lynn and Taylor Rooks, I think her last name is, um, in the journalism era, like the journalism area. But, like, there, there's no woman that I can say, hey, I look up to her because she paved the way. I, I don't have that, but I want that to be the case in the future. Like, I want people to be able to look and be like, hey, Maya, she's like, She's doing a damn thing. Like, you know, I want to be like her. I see it's possible for her. Because I think, like, when people think of women in sports, it's automatically either journalism or, I think, or, like, marketing or something like that. But they don't think of other roles. Because I didn't even think about a GM role until I got into it. I didn't even think that was possible. You know, so um, I want to be the person where people look at her and be like, okay, I see that there's more avenues for women to be a part of these big sports organizations. And there's a place where we belong other than in front of the camera, um, as far as journalism is concerned. Or, you know, if they want to follow the Nicole Lynn route and be an agent, there's other things that you could do as a woman in sports. So I want to be that person where people can look up to me and be like, okay, I see what she's doing. Like that inspires me to go and find other paths in sports that I can excel in. That's a good answer. My follow-up question, my last one. Do you have a wish list? Do you have a let's maybe top three things of I want to do this. I want to go to this stadium. I want to GM for this team. Hopefully not the Cowboys. Do you have a wish list of things that you want to do? Yeah, hopefully the you Cowboys. know what? Yeah. <laughs> right. Get paid. Not right. too much on my team now. But honestly, the only running wish list I have is to visit all um, every NFL stadium. And so I started that this year. I've been to – I get magnets everywhere I go. So I've been to – A flex, by the way. <laughs> Look at this flex. <laughs> no, I've been to four just this season. But, of course, before I before I decided I wanted to go to all stadiums, I've been to other stadiums. Like, I've been to New Orleans. I've been to Dallas. I've been to um, – I don't know what else. But I went to Kansas. I went to Arrowhead Stadium. I went to MetLife. Twice I went to I've been to Pittsburgh three times. I went to um is it Highmark? Is it the Bills Stadium Highmark Stadium? I think. Um I went there and then I'm going to Baltimore, MT Bank. I'm going there tomorrow. And then I'm going to Cleveland's um stadium on Sunday. So that's my only running wish list. But it's like I got into my role as GM. Now I'm looking to see like maybe what can I add on to their wish list. I don't have anything, I'm just here. I'm just vibing right now, trying to find my way. That's the only wish to have. <laughs> That's what's up. What's up? Now, to, um, kind of just bring you back to your University of Memphis days. Why did you decide to go to the University of Memphis? You know what? I didn't want to go to University of Memphis. My mama made me go. <laughs> that, that's, the simple, that's the simple answer. I wanted to, I, y'all, I just knew I was going to Clark Atlanta. I knew I was going to Clark Atlanta. Nope. Mama's like, you need to stay home where you got family and da, da, da. I'm like, okay. But luckily, like, it turned out a lot of my childhood friends went to Memphis. I met so many great people in Memphis. So I don't, I don't regret it, but that's not where I want to go. I don't have no sappy story. That's how I got to Memphis. That's just what it was. My mama didn't want me to go anywhere else. <laughs> hey, I, I, the show called Let's Be Real. Yeah, let's be real. I'm happy you didn't go to Clark Atlanta because God damn. No, <laughs> it just wilding. it just, you know, God has a way of just he's very yes, sir. So well, I, I, yeah. look, I don't regret it, not at all. I had a time. Oh, we had a time. Yeah. Admit it. 
All right, let me ask you this. So I got a theory that, of course, rap and basketball are synonymous, which, you know, with the rise of QC sports coming along, it's pretty dope, right? Mm-hmm. How soon do you think it'll be before we actually see a rap ball star? And what about what I mean by that is we've seen the masterpiece of the world. We've seen yeah. J. Cole, even though he's not as talented as, you know, to be in the NBA, he went in, in Africa and did his thing. So mm-hmm. it could be, you know, four years, five years, 10 years, whatever. But I feel like because the NFL is able to use Taylor Swift, the NBA Ooh, does the NFL please. do, but better. And they're able to market their next star, you know, and it could be a rap star. Mm-hmm. And it could be, you know, managed by QC. I mean, it could be. I mean, I honestly don't. Just the way everything is going nowadays, and like you said, just the marketing and how how the entertainment and sports industry are just really just fusing together at a rapid rate. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be long before we see that. I wouldn't be surprised, especially with social media. I don't think it's gonna be long at all. So, you know. Do you think the NIL deal will have something to do with that as well? Because what can happen is, and I and I I'm giving you ideas. Hit me up after this. Um, what can happen <laughs> is NIL deals can turn in forms of record deals. You know what I'm saying? So hit, hit me up. I got some ideas. I'm telling you. We we'll talk. We'll talk after we get out here. Cause you now you got now go. you got my brain going. I mean, but like, that's what that's what the that's what the that's that's what the NIL is for though. Is for the opportunity to help players in high school and college. Like I was talking to my mentor or early Xavier. I don't know if you know Xavier, um, but we were talking and his point was, bro, it'll get to the point where you will have professional student athletes that and parents have businesses and stuff. So if he's making a million dollars, $2 million and able to invest in the parent business, especially if I'm a football player, what the hell I need to go to the NFL for if I'm able to help my family with the millions. So yeah. what, what what do you think about that? You know the NIL subject is I'm I'm happy that it's a thing because yes these big organizations have been making money off of these players for long enough but it's like I don't know the NIL is such like a double edged sword cuz now it's like you you're giving these boys these young men access to this much money and responsibility so early and they don't know what the hell to do with it. Like, so the NIL, I don't know. I feel I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like, and just the effects that it has had, like, like you said, what I need to go to the NFL for if I already got $5 million in college. Like, I don't know. It just, that's a, that's a good question too. That just, that has my mind everywhere, but you know, that's, that's all I have to say about something that. to think about. Something to think about. It's, it's something to think about because, damn, the NIL <laughs> might like, it, it opens I, up I, the world of possibility. Right. I've thought about the effects of the NIL, but like now that we're actually talking about it, like the long term effects of that, you think it's gonna you think it's gonna be a thing for a long time? Oh yeah. They don't let us in. They don't let they don't let us get some money. They don't let opportunities. Like I said, are endless. You can go up and have, you know, the number one player in high school in Memphis right now be sponsored by Chains. You know like what I'm saying? Is, no one thing 10 years ago. You're seeing, you're seeing all these football players, these college players got big ass chains on, Rolls Royces. I'm like, what the? It's, it's, it's different. I think that's why it's so hard for me to grasp because it's so different. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, can't wrap right. my mind. Now, the long-term effects of how the NIL is going to affect professional sports. Yeah, and I, I think Ryan said exactly what I wanted to say. That's where you start to hope where the school system starts to think about stuff like that, and those type classes are in your at, at minimum high school type high school type classes. Because yeah. I know for a fact, me personally, this is this is scholar speaking, and they say knocking nobody's school system. I didn't have those type of classes in school, so therefore, to Myers' point. I'm getting money and I'm just like spending it all types of ways. So you again, so you hope that there are examples of people. You hope there are organizations. You hope that there are school systems that are starting to 
have those conversations with you know young ladies and young men so therefore when they get this nil money they can realize okay i can do more than i can do more with it other than just spending it on this or spending it on that i can invest it in someone i can invest in myself i can invest in this organization whatever the case may be so you definitely hope you see that uh, but again to the nil conversation Angel Reese is out here getting paid, and she oh is like, gosh, "I'm good on the WNBA." Like, so props, so props to her, and I feel like she's done, she's done well uh, yeah. for herself too. So yeah, so yeah. props to her. She ain't out here showing her ass as she, she as she could be, but like you said, I feel like, like you said, there you would hope to see like that the school systems kind of try to make it a responsibility of theirs to start teaching this stuff early but that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day these yeah. school systems yeah parents need to help with that too <laughs> oh, a parent. yeah that's that, that, that was that, a whole debacle on twitter but yeah. yes too mm -hmm. but um and i think that's actually just thinking about that that's another thing that made me really fall in love with football with me working at university of memphis um being able to help these young men off the field, like with real life stuff, because we know 99.9 of y'all are probably not going to the NFL. So where do we go from here? You know, and I kind of just fell in love with learning who they were, what your real hobbies are, or asking them the questions, like to have them thinking like, damn, what do I like to do outside of football? You know, so I think just to your point, like, that was another thing that I really fell in love with, just investing in who they were as people to help them on the field and off the field. And I hope to see, because of NIL, that that becomes a bigger responsibility of, like, the different organizations and schools. But we could only hope for that. Another question. Did Memphis offer, like, outside of what you were offering to the young men, were there programs, were there seminars where there were conversations like that being had, basically saying, yeah, I understand you want to go to the NFL, but let's also talk about another a plan B or a plan C. So everybody, every school may not have a Maya Mac. Every mm -hmm. every there's going to be these big time programs, Alabama's, you know, Dukes, whatever the case may be, and they're going to feed everything that person wants to hear. They're going to say everything they want to oh, hear. And maybe there's not somebody that's saying, Hey, you can you, you should probably look into this. So are there opportunities within these big universities to have those type of conversations outside of that one particular person i would think so yes and even with my experience at university of memphis like they had different um people come and speak they had uh like job fairs career fairs just for athletes so the 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 resources are there but they lift it up to the athletes to come if you want you know and i feel like it shouldn't even be like a come if you want is you need to come like it needs to be a requirement for you to come to these um, these job fairs, and just because and just because you make it to the league don't mean you're gonna be in there forever. So they have to like a lot of these people are not equipped with that kind of knowledge, but it's there. And I can imagine if it's at University of Memphis, it's at the bigger colleges. I could only imagine. I would hope so. But the resources from what I experienced are there. It's just up to the athletes if they want to take advantage of them or not. How? I mean, well, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say real quick because it's kind of like an off question just for a second. Um, do you target – how much do you target HBCUs when you're looking for clients? Um, or is that something that you are, you know, y'all want to push for? This, this, I see I'm, I'm not a recruiter. I'm not an agent. So okay. I don't really get into that. Um, okay. But I do know that some of our agents do look at – the smaller schools, the HBCUs, and the underrepresented schools. I do know that, but I can't, I'm not going to speak on something that I don't really know because. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, because, you know, that's the thing, uh, supporting HBCUs. So, you know, mm -hmm. good job, everybody. Uh, let's see what we got, what we got, what we got. So, of course, we're going to definitely move on to sports, but I guess the last question on this side is what are some inspiring words that you would send out to somebody saying, hey, I want to be the next Maya Matt because from what we just heard, like you're definitely a pioneer in your area for sure. And when you come back on this podcast, you know, however long it takes, we'll be having a whole nother different conversation. So, uh, well, of course, we're proud of you. I'm proud of you, the homie, for real. I don't know you forever. Uh, so just like for everybody that's watching is like, what are some, I guess, final words of inspiration that you can leave with? Um, 
So I, I thought about this because I knew he was going to ask me this. So I, I wrote it down so I could get my thoughts together. But um, I would say as a woman trying to break into this industry, be open to the different avenues that there are to be. Um, even the avenues that are there and some there are to create. So um, be open to that. Don't be just kind of put in a box with just journalism or being an agent. It's not just that. There's so many different opportunities and avenues that are there and that can be created. So I definitely want to say that. Um, I definitely want to say that relationships is the most important thing. Building relationships with people is the most important thing when it comes to any industry, really. But in my experience within sports, how you treat people, the connections you have with people is going to take you way further than your qualifications. Because, I mean, on paper, I'm not qualified to be a GM of anybody's company, especially sports company. Yes, I have the I have the experience with football, but I don't have experience with NBA. I don't have experience with MLB. So um, the relationships that I built, even while I was working in music, is the reason why I'm here, because my boss saw something in me that I was capable of handling this kind of job. So I definitely say that um, I'll say, be careful who you trust because everybody's not your friend, especially as a woman. I've, I've encountered um, a lot of, especially really a lot of men that, you know, before I got to where I was and even before I got to QC, I was trying to feel my way and trying to get, I was into sports videography. So, you know, I would reach out to different people, which were men most of the time. And I would think that they were trying to help me, but then it ended up turning into something else. A lot of times it was that. So that kind of discouraged me a little bit along the way. But definitely be careful who you trust um, and who you connect yourself with, because they can hurt you in the long run as well. Um, and to that point, don't be discouraged. Stand firm on what you want to do. If you want to be in sports, be in sports. Like Keep that in mind. Because even before I got to QC, I put in my vision book. I do vision books at the beginning of the year. I put QC sports in my vision book. I had no tie to QC, QC sports. I didn't know what I wanted to do for QC sports, but I, and I wish I could pull up a picture for y'all, but I had it in my vision book. And just the way my journey kind of went, I, at the time I was working at FedEx in human resources. So um, they ended up relocating me to Atlanta and I got here and was my mom was like, hey, so-and-so knows so-and-so at QC. They're looking for an assistant. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't picture myself going into the music route, but I was like, okay, this is a stepping stone for me to get to where I really want to go. So they ended up happening. I was at FedEx for a month and I started working at QC. So if I would have let go of the dream um, that I had when I was back in college, if I would have let go of that, I wouldn't be in this position. I just kind of kept it in, always in the back of my mind. Like, it's going to happen. I don't know how. But God is very intentional. And he set everything up perfectly for me to get to this point. Um, and the last thing I want to say is be the best that you can be with where you are right now. Because in your journey, um, sometimes you're in a, a space not just for yourself, it's for other people. And to my point of what I was talking about earlier with Raylan, Raylan's, her, what she does now has nothing to do with sports. But if she was not excelling in where she was at that point in her life, I wouldn't have been here because I wouldn't have done football at University of Memphis if it wasn't for her. So really shout out to her because she's the reason why I'm here. But um, yeah, like that would be probably my last piece of advice. You know, even though you may have dreams and desires, God does give you the desires of your heart, but he don't give them to you when you want them. And he don't give it to you how you think it's going to come about. So you have to be very firm in your faith. And um, yeah, just stick to what you know, stick to what you believe in. And yeah. Do what you can with where you, what you have and where you are. So that is preaching on a Wednesday. My God, I mean, Wise you know, it's a little some 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 stuff to keep it there. Well, there we go. Um, but yeah, um, you mm -hmm. So you know, you know, I got to get you right. No. So <laughs> she said, "No, I don't actually." I'm scared. <laughs> How'd you become a Cowboys fan? Question no. number two. Okay. I got, a, okay. I got okay. one too. I got one too. Okay. My mom. mom. Literally, I had my mom is a Cowboys fan. My dad is a Steelers fan, but I live with my mom. So it was just Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. So Question I was just kind of I really didn't have a choice. Question number two. 
Y'all play the my Panthers, which is my favorite team. It's kind of crazy that we're going against that, that we're talking and going against each other. Yeah, how will you feel? How will you feel when y'all lose against the worst team in the NFL? I'm not gonna I'm gonna feel when that happens because it's not going to happen. Sharky, put up the year board real quick. Put up the year board. It's Calvin. Oh, the Cowboys did lose to the Cardinals earlier this year. Okay, but okay. That can that is a very honorable response. But you gotta think about how our O line looked at the time. And no. Early in the season. He was going against Josh Dobbs, and y'all see what the man is doing up there in Minnesota. He, 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 he balling. So, <laughs> he balling, but she mentioned Josh Dobbs like he out here. Pro I Bowl. Mean, he is sleeping. I mean, he's in his, his, his own right. He's he he doing what he got to do. Okay. So about, but, about my Panthers being y'all. About, back, back to your team. It's not going to happen. So I, I don't know. I won't feel that emotion because it's not going to happen. Gotcha. That is nice. I have a would you rather for her, Sharky. I have a would you okay. rather for her. Wait, okay. I got, I, okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You can't go. Okay. So my would you rather for Miss Maya and her Capitals. Let's yeah. say you mm, how do I present this question? Would you rather have to fire Jerry Jones? Now, granted, he's the owner. He said, you know, he's you know. He at the end of the day, everything stops with him. But if that was an option, if that was your role, if that was your decision to make, would you rather get rid of Jerry Jones first or Mike McCarthy first with the understanding that you have to keep the other person that you're going to keep for the next five years? For the next five years? Yes. So whoever you keep, you have to keep for the next five years. Which would you rather give up? (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna just be ten toes down on my ass. I'm getting rid of Jerry Jones. He on his way out anyway. Let him go. Go, Jerry Jones. Can, he can <laughs> He can True Cowboys fan. True Cowboys yeah. fan. That's all I wanted to know. Well, how true of a Cowboys fan she was. That's yeah. a true answer. I respect it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for the question. <laughs> all right. So the question I got. So, Maya, you were working with the Tigers football program when they went to the Cotton Bowl, right? Yes, I was. Hey, how do you feel? Time. How do you feel about what they are, what they have been since that moment? Okay, now I feel yeah. like why? <laughs> <laughs> now why? No, because we got a lot of opinions here about we what they are now. We right, so we was like, we want to know how someone, how how do you feel about you know what, what they are y'all? now? I am a What's straight up, shooter. I, I, I'm I, not finna even lie to you. I'm gonna be. I'm Let's be real. Let's be real. Sports podcast. I don't even watch the Tigers like that no more. Ooh, yes. Come on. The excitement is not there. There's nothing that pulls me like. Any that may see this, it is what it is. Y'all can't fire me because I'm working no more. But Silverfield got to go. That's just, I mean, there's nothing with this team that is like, you know what? I need to go back to the Hey, we agree. <laughs> there's nothing about the team that makes me want to go see the University of Memphis Tigers football team. So I have not, I'm not even going to lie to you like I have, I have not. I bleed Tiger Blue, but it, I put a little Band-Aid on it for a little bit because. Yeah, no, facts. I appreciate that because, damn. I'm blaming what are they eight and two? What are they, they like, eight and two? A, a solid ass record, but damn, I I hadn't watched the game all season. But the game I watched was going just too Didn't go, didn't go in. They have a reason to go in. There was no <laughs> reason. There was no- <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you how crazy this is. I'm one. Of, I'm one of those. I'm one of those sports fans that like I'm not going to a football game if it's anything less than. 35, 40, 45 degrees. I'm bougie like that. That's just me. But I can probably, I can count at least three or four times. I actually did that for the Tigers when, when Norville and Fuente were there. I hadn't done that since they left. <laughs> so yeah. it goes to show you, I'm good on this team. I'm good on Sylvia's like, point. Like, I'm good. And you know what? I'm very, 
grateful that I was there and able to work for the program in a time where they were doing so well. Like being able to have college game day experience and that was like crazy, yes. you know, like and they game that night could have the yep. they couldn't have panned out any better. Man. Like the Cotton Bowl, um, the old Miss game. Like, yep. I mean, we had some great times. Those times have come to a halt, and Maya Mac has been very absent. No. Just because you left him. Well, you know what? It may be it. Hey, hey. What that might be it. it. Yeah, it <laughs> might be it. Hey, two, that's, two, that's two, you on one today. Okay. Two, you on one today. We want Maya Mac. We want Maya Mac. <laughs> we want Maya Mac. Exactly. Maya Mac. Hire Maya Mac. We coming back. Let's get it. Come on now. <laughs> oh, man. Anybody else got any more questions? No, oh, man. That's it for me, man. Thank you. Uh, she, right. was, she was great. She was great. We got, right. Are we doing Would You Rather? Yeah, we right here now. Oh, we right still here. Because oh, uh, Lito, this is, this is a lot for you, Lito. I thought you were going to yeah. ask it, but, you know, since I, since I asked it. So Lito talked about wings on our last podcast. I oh, probably I got it on Twitter. So fill me in. What's going on? <laughs> So, fill in, fill in. And then I ask my question. So, Maya, so I mean, from Memphis, right? Like a true Memphian, like you, Memphis, born and you know, Memphis, born and raised. That means you know wings, and you I and you live in Atlanta, right? So you definitely know the the, the value I, of the wings. Did you see her tweets home doing homecoming week? <laughs> yes, which is why I'm coming. I'm coming down her lane right now. See, okay. when you're from Memphis, you know wings, right? You know this by X, Y, and Z. This is place is going to give me good service. They have good wings. I'm going to potentially, for the most part, always go there for wings, right? Good service, hit or miss. But the food, <laughs> yes. Okay, fair, great. Okay, right now the Memphis Grizzlies themselves do not have wings at all. If you do, name me a wing. Name me a flavor. Name me any type of wing from the Memphis Grizzlies. Good answer. So my what I was trying to illustrate was the fact that Memphis does not have good wings. The Grizzlies do not have good wings. So because they don't have good wings, they are not good. People don't go to places. People don't go to food establishments. They have bad wings. Am I right or am I wrong? Say that last part again because I'm I'm, I'm stuck on the fact that you said Memphis does not have... I'm confused. No, 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 no. The Grizzlies specifically. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, the Memphis Grizzlies specifically, they don't have good wings. They they are below average there. So, do you go to any food establishment where you're saying, I mean, the, the, the wings ain't good. Or the burgers. Just, you, oh, okay. just don't. Fish. If you're saying the Memphis Grizzlies in this situation are known for their wings. Is that what you're saying? Because Give if it's take. an establishment where it's not known for the wings, I don't care if that wing's bad. They got something else I can get. Like the but fries. If we're, saying, no. if we're saying in this instance, like the Memphis Grizzlies are known for their wings. <laughs> if they're not good, I'm not going. Yes, to your point. Thank you. <laughs> With your question. We asked that to say Memphis or Atlanta wings. Oh. You, okay, you made you me do all of that. You, you see how we doing homecoming. <laughs> just have to make sure. Just have to make sure because Atlanta folks. For those that did not see, I, you tomorrow. Yeah, I saw her for tweet the, doing homecoming. For those that did not see, let her have her. Uh, let her have her ISO. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I debate with people all the time about memphis and atlanta food and really i should stop wasting my time because it's not a conversation there's no debate and i know y'all seen the whole thing with keith lee and he blew atlanta up there's nothing in atlanta like nobody comes to atlanta to be like you know what when i go to atlanta i gotta go to that food spot i gotta go get their wings in atlanta nobody does that when people go to memphis some people say barbecue but people that know i'm gonna get some wings from when i go to memphis i'm getting some wings when i go to memphis Atlanta, what you come in here for the clubs, you come in here for the hookah, you know, the BBLs, maybe. And uh yeah, but no, that's not even a debate. I, I'm tired of actually I'm actually tired of debate and I want to wrap that up in this year. 2024, that should not even be a question. So you just triggered her. <laughs> you just triggered like, her. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, tired. Maya. The food in Atlanta I'm sorry. is terrible. 
Terrible. You've been a great, you've been a great guest for us, and we're ending on a note like this. I sincerely apologize. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Oh man, that note, that used to show. <laughs> on the wild Wednesday. Yes, it is. Maya, shout out to you once again. We are proud of you. I know me and Skylar really just now actually meet you and like mm-hmm. do virtually <laughs> face to face for the first time. But... Yeah, like I said, we've been following each other on Twitter for a while. So yeah, definitely proud mm-hmm. of you seeing your journey. Uh, happy for you. Uh, let the people know where to follow you at. Um, y'all can follow me on all platforms at the Maya Mac and uh, QC Sports as well at QC Sports. Be looking out because we coming. I feel like you should change it to the real Tasha Mac. Mm. You know what? Watch, watch, that, watch that follow count go up. <laughs> <Come on now. laughs> Everybody's been following Tasha Mac. Thank you, Ryan. Y'all, y'all Good job, Ryan. Yeah, he's he's been great. Can we get can we get flowers to Ryan? Ryan, Ryan, needs, flowers. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan needs flowers. Get Ryan's flowers. Good job, bro. Oh, uh, it's okay. But yes, I really appreciate y'all thinking of me to be on y'all's podcast. I really appreciate you guys. And much success to you guys on your podcast. Yeah, I definitely got to say, my like, it's, it's one of those times where, like, we would ask people to do interviews. And, of course, we get, like, the, yeah, no, cheer. Maya was literally, hey, we good? Y'all still want me? Like, what's up? What we doing? <laughs> you know, I, yes. For real, I appreciate that. For of course. Real. Well, no, and you know what's funny? And I know the show from the end, but literally, I had prayed. I was like, you know what, God? I kind of want to expand my reach. I want to start doing podcasts and panels and stuff like that. And I swear to you, if I'm lying, God can strike me down right now. To you text me maybe two or three days after I prayed that. I promise. God can strike me down right now if I'm lying. Wow. So when there I was when I see me, I was like, of course. And then of course we have history. So why not? The homie. That's why I said to reach out to him. <laughs> since you got since you got God on line one like that, can you all ask him to bless us with a bag or something? Since you you and yeah, God, let's all Let's all real I got you. I got you. I'm gonna talk to him. Me and him got a we got an appointment tonight. I will talk to him. Love to hear it. Just CC me on that email. That's all I ask. I got you. I got you. Email. <laughs> right. I got y'all. Well, thank you so much again, you guys. I really enjoyed myself. Definitely, definitely. There's some meaning. Yep. Definitely starting to rise there. Everyone who's checking and tuning uh, tune into the episode. But as always, y'all know, y'all can check us out. All three podcasts on Network, Let's Be Real Sports, as well as Three the Harder Way and the Jeans Report. Also, Let's Be Real Gaming on Twitter at Simply Trouble LBR. Also, follow us on Twix, TikTok, IG, and Facebook at LBR underscore media. Subscribe on YouTube at Let's Be Real Media and any podcast and audio platform at Let's Be Real Sports. Y'all know y'all can follow me on Twitter and any, well, I guess Twitter and Instagram only. The one, D-A-O-N-E underscore P-Shark. At underscore Scott Lito, still on Twitter. I'm going to forever call it Twitter. I ain't changing the name of it. Twix. Twix. Of course, course I don't count money until it's hand, but Grizz fans. Make sure y'all get that up pop as you know, ready for the Grizz Father. It is your boy at Tab here. Checking out. Yeah. Sorry, ass Grizzlies. Hey, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, sir. Hey. You got to look cocky with that. I saw the game last night. No, no, no. I deserve to be. Watch your mouth. I deserve to be. He can right now. Okay. Okay. I'll let y'all we got two other members that were missing in action today. Follow them at It's Me Dashiki and The Art of Trevor. Till next time, everyone. Peace. Bye.